0: hello and welcome to how about them Huskers my name is bullo Francesco and I'm joined as always by my grandpa Husker Dan from Husker Max in the beautiful city of Omaha Nebraska grandpa how are you doing on this amazing Friday I don't have school uh and we have quite a special guest on
1: yeah absolutely we get we when I get to see I don't think I had I don't think I had a camera last time that we uh, we interviewed Jordan so yeah, I don't think so <laughs> I think that's just awesome we had a bunch of snow come through here yesterday about six and a half nine inches depending on where you live I, maybe we sent that to chicago where, you know for <laughs> yeah unbelievable we,
2: we were warm all week and then just yesterday we got hit with a blizzard it seemed like <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we, yeah. sent, <laughs> <thanks> <laughs> we sent it with our blessing so
0: whatever. <laughs> yeah, it came from us over here first and then went to you guys and just all right well, yeah. <laughs> well. awesome all right well um Man that needs no introduction, Jordan Westerkamp. Camp. Uh, we had him on, la- I, I think around this time last year, uh, so. for our first first interview uh, of of the podcast, and now he's our first second guest of the podcast. Yeah. Uh, if you don't know, uh, former Nebraska wide receiver, behind the back catch, Sports Center top ten play, uh, and the and the uh, recipient of the Ron Kellogg Hail Mary pass against Northwestern. Um, so Jordan, how are you, Ben? Uh, it's been it's been a year. What are you up to now? What's the what's things like?
2: Um, I'm awesome, man. It's it's been a busy busy year. Um, it's a big year for me. So I'm not sure if at this time last year I was engaged yet. I can't remember. But um, getting married this year in September, so that's a big thing coming up. Um, I'm actually in the process of opening up my my own sports performance facility. Um, And that'll be open here in in early March. We have our grand opening on March 4th. It's called Major Sports Performance. It's here in Wheaton, Illinois. Um, So it's been super, super busy getting that up uh, and off the ground. But um, everything's been on schedule. I'm looking forward to it. I'm so excited. I'm like a little kid on Christmas Eve, (laughs) man. I'm so excited about that and being able to help athletes and and work with athletes, train athletes, and help them achieve their goals. So that's been a... That's been a kind of what I've been up to since the start of this year. I mean, that that started all the way back probably about a year and a half ago, but super, super busy month for me. Last month, super busy um, as we get this thing rolling.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, I appreciate you taking the time to uh, out of your uh, work schedule to join us.
1: I I had a question, Will, and I don't think you sent that to Jordan, but, you know, last year when you said, yeah, I'll do the podcast, before we actually did it, what were you thinking? You didn't know me. You didn't know Will. What were you thinking? (laughs) I knew that that people, you know,
2: the, the Nebraska folk—they're great people—and I had no problem hopping on. You know, I, I had no, <laughs> no problem at all. I love doing this stuff. I love talking to people about Nebraska football. It was such a great time in my life, and, and something that I'll you know, I'll have I'll have the rest of my life. So I'm always up for some Husker discussion, and and, and getting into those, those those details. But I, I just I enjoy it. it was, I mean, it's great meeting you guys last time um, through through Zoom, and and you guys are good people. So I have no problem no problem doing this stuff.
0: Awesome. Yeah, cool. awesome. <laughs> yeah and um, I mean, you're talking about Nebraska stuff. I feel like the biggest news that's dropped since yeah. um, since we recorded last was Scott Frost is now not the Nebraska coach, and Matt Rule and his assistants have taken over. What are your initial thoughts on that?
2: Wild. Um, it's the curse of the curse of Bo Pelini. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I would say so. <laughs> right. It's just again uh, we we touched on it last time. Um, he should just, he should never have been fired. And then and, and since then, um, there've been good coaches, but it just, you know, it just hasn't worked out for whatever reason. And, and, um, this last one was tough and, and, you know, w- with coach Frost, I respect him. I'm kind of on the outside. I'm not, I'm not, um, officially a part of the program currently or what happened while he was there, but, you know, but I heard some stuff and, and, um, everything kind of went the way it should have, I should say in that process of, of, uh. Of unfortunately having to move on from Coach Frost, but um, I'm excited about, about Coach Rula. I don't know much about him. I, I, you know, I, I know he was in the NFL for the Panthers. I know he was uh, he was let go from the Panthers. I know he coached at Baylor, um, Temple. I know he uh, turned turned around those programs. I know he's he's done some good stuff. But um, from my point of view on the on the outside, now I'm just like, come on, just just win games, win games. Um, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. I mean, People people ask me about this all the time. You know, with Nebraska, they've been bad. I'm like, you know what? It is what it is, and unfortunately, I'm stuck to that ship, no matter how far it sinks.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> we're <laughs> all in the same boat. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. But but I, I'm hoping for the best. But but we got to see some results, right? There's so many times people are like, we got the new coach next year, we're national champions. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. Not how it works. So, yeah. um, I'm at that point where I'm like, it's a, it's all business now. Like, hey, great. I'm glad you're here.
1: Win us some damn football games. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Al Davis said, "Just win, baby." Yeah, right, baby. Uh, So, uh, Will, you want to ask uh, about is is foot? Well, is football still in your in your life? I mean, do you do any coaching on the side? Uh, Yeah, so um, all the
2: time I'll try to get back to to my high school Montini Catholic over in Lombard and help out with some coaching when I have the time. But honestly, I've been, I've been training working with athletes here in our new facility. And and I've been doing that uh, a little over two years now Um, prior to having that new space. I would just do it in the the space that I'm currently in right now. Again, how I explain it, it's, it's, it's a building. And then the building right next door to it is where our new space is. And we just knocked down a wall in between and added a door. (laughs) So that's what it is. (laughs) basically so but i'm working with a bunch of my uh my guys at montini my high school a bunch of them guys come here about 16 of them and then and we're with a bunch of athletes we do receiver work over there we have field turf over there that we can use your cleats on so i do speed training um skill work receiver work um and then we have a whole weight section so we do we do strength um power all that good stuff basically we we can essentially develop a strength and conditioning program for a school and have them come do it here. We can have them come do a speed program here. So we, we have the ability to do that. And that's kind of what I've been doing slash putting together this past, past year or so. Um, and we're getting to the point where, where again, we're, again, we're, we're close to our grand opening, which I'm so excited about, but I, I love what I'm doing. Um, football will always be a huge part of my life. Um, but I'm at that point now where I'm, I'm at the next stage of my life and I'm trying to build up a, a, a business um, essentially. But at the end of the day, the money is not what's important to me. It's about helping these kids, these younger athletes train, train the correct way. And I want to help them achieve their goals, whether it's to, to, to start on their youth team or, or um, start in their high school team or start their college or, or be a dominant force in, in a pro league, whatever that is, if it's football, it's football, whatever, whatever sport it might be. Um, I might just want to help these athletes take their game to the next level. And I want to do it the right way. So that's kind is of what I
1: think. What's the name of the, the company that you're starting?
2: It's called Major Sports Performance. Okay. MSP for short. All right. <laughs> um, and you were talking about
0: uh, – like, I mean, as a former wide receiver, we are talking about the coaches a little bit. Uh, Garrett McGuire is the new wide receivers coach. He's 24. What would you have thought if you heard <laughs> during the offseason that Nebraska had hired a 24-year-old wide receiver coach uh, to that is uh, around probably two or three years older than you but is now your coach. Like, What What? what
2: are your right. thoughts on that? Um, Gosh, initial shock, I'd be like, wow, this guy's young. What, what are we doing here? But then I'd slow it down and i trust the coaches. Trust the coaches. You, you have to buy in. Matt Rule's there, buy in the Matt Rule, buy in everything about Matt Rule. If he thinks that's a good hire, then, then damn it, it's a good hire and we're going to roll with it and run with it and we're not going to say anything about it. That would be my perspective as a player. Now, my perspective now is why the hell wasn't it me? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm kidding. I, I, I joke about it. And I, I think I've thrown a few bones. And Coach Rule followed me on Twitter, but I, I've thrown a couple bones at him. Just be like, hey, you know, i all for this. happens, I'm right here.
1: <laughs>
2: I've really never ser- seriously looked into, into coaching. Um, it's, a, it's a whole different world. Um, I know I could do it and uh, and and succeed with it uh, if I put my mind to it and then really focused it. But uh, but right now, it's in this time of my life, I'm just trying to develop what I got going on next door and, and growing that here in Illinois. Now, phone rings and I pick it up and it's Coach Rule. <laughs> <laughs>
1: who
2: knows, right? Who knows what who knows what could happen? Obviously, Nebraska. I love I freaking love Nebraska and and I would love to come back, but. but um, let's just say I'm not putting in any job applications to be a coach. <laughs> if I got a call, who knows? <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so so with him, I'm I'm excited to see what he can do. It's cool. It's, it's he's a young coach. It's different, right? It's something out of the ordinary. It's it's you don't see that very often. But again, and this might be something cool where the players like, whoa, I, I kind of relate to this guy. He's not that much older than me. It could be a great thing. Or it could yeah. turn into a bad thing. It's gonna depend on the players. This guy doesn't know anything. we're not listening. We're whatever. Glad you're here, but we have no respect for you. It shouldn't be like that. If they have a good leader in that room, a player, a good leader, he, that should never get to that. But I can see both both sides of the coin with that. Um but I'm excited. I'm I'm excited for him. I mean it was funny, they they put him on like I, I Gosh, I was watching the press conference and I didn't even—I didn't see any detail. I was like, "Who's this guy?" Is this one of the—I thought it was one of the players. <laughs> 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 the, and the bottom, it was like Nebraska's new wide receiver coach. I was like, what? So I was waiting for him to like walk away and someone else walked in, but I was like, oh, okay. It's him. <laughs> this guy. So, but no, I'm—I'm I'm happy for him. That's so cool. That's such a big thing for 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 him and and and. What a great start! I'm not, again. I don't. I know very little about this coaching staff, so I'm not sure where he was prior to this or how he's connected to Coach Rule. But again,
1: gotta trust Coach Rule. Gotta trust him. Gotta trust him. And he and, was uh, uh, Garrett was a backup quarterback. wasn't a good quarterback when uh, Rule was at Baylor, and then when Rule went to left Baylor for for uh, Carolina, this kid Garrett McGuire, was. I guess you'd call it the equivalent of like a grad assistant for the Panthers. So you'd figure if he's, you know, in the NFL as and he was younger than he is now, he has to have something there. Right. Well,
2: here's what I'll say about that. So I, I didn't really know that. So at least he probably understands and knows Matt rules systems in and out, yeah, yeah. In, and out, in and out. So that's great. So that, that's one benefit to bringing in a stranger who has to learn all that stuff. Right. So he understands. Matt Rule his schemes and all that good stuff and what he, what he's trying to accomplish so that that is that's a benefit in, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean when you have someone that like I feel like he would relate more to the players. That's what Grandpa and I were talking about I believe last episode or two weeks ago something like that but he would just be able to understand like he has that like modern like Rule's not super young he's he's decently young for coaching i feel like but he's not like when you see like sean McVay and those kind of guys in the nfl um he's not that young i I think he's around 50 but um i feel like it's kind of nice to have that coach that's kind of the player liaison i guess you could kind of use him as that um i mean he's as you said you got to respect the coach and uh we were talking about that as well you just like we just have to trust matt rule we haven't seen anything we have to wait until august to see if this actually works out What whatever he's preaching um just like as you said, buy-in now, and then they'll eventually uh, – it'll either result in wins or result in losses, and then we'll see if we – and then you can decide from that. But right now you just have to buy in. But uh,
2: Right, yeah. and, and you said – the one thing that caught my attention there is you said relate, being able to rela- relate to the players. And one thing, my, my former coach in Nebraska wide receiver, Keith Williams, and this just goes for, for any great coach, a, a great coach – can find a way to relate or relay information to the player at an efficient way, or make things make the player understand what he's trying to teach them in like the simplest form. Like so, Coach Dub, for instance, would we'd be doing a drill, and then what what's our intent? What are we trying to accomplish here? He'd be able to relate it to something, um, to our to the players to make it make sense. So um, him being a younger coach, he might be able to do that at a, at a pretty pretty high level. I'm younger. I understand the way these guys think here's how I'm breaking down this drill. This is what we're trying to accomplish. Here's what I can
1: relate it to, to make you guys understand better.
0: Yeah. Yeah, totally. Any,
1: any uh, It's way too early. And, and Will and I kind of went through the season last uh, last podcast episode about kind of what we thought games that Nebraska might be able to win. You know, this is way, way too early. There's so many unknowns. But have you given any thought when you look at the schedule coming up for Nebraska? They play – five teams that had losing record that ended the year last year with losing records. Right. Uh, and, you know, Illinois, or excuse me, Northwestern is one of them. And, um, but Blew that uh, last any, year. any idea what, you know, if you had to pick, does Nebraska get to a bowl game? You know, do they go six and six? What do you think?
2: It's tough. It's really tough. It's really tough. And I know I have a little note here cause I couldn't believe this and I'll, I'll run it by you guys. And if you guys know this awesome, if not, we'll have to look it up, but, when Matt Rule was at Baylor, he never beat a ranked team. Is that true or false? Uh, I don't know off the top of my I think, head. I think
1: that is true. I think it, that is yeah, true. Yeah, because I saw that.
2: I saw that. I was like, huh? So I made a little note of that.
1: No, um, I don't know. Ranked meaning top 25, top 10. I yeah, yeah. I'm assuming,
2: a- I'm assuming they just probably mean top 25. I'll um, find if out. Ranked. Yep. But, but that's interesting. That's interesting. Um, something to to look at and think about. But, uh, yeah, I've. It's tough. New coach, the, that first year is always a kind of a transition year. You almost you don't want to scratch the year, but it's it's really really hard for a new coach to come in and then have that year one be successful. Um, players have to learn brand new stuff, new systems. Uh, recruiting might be down, although they're doing pretty okay with with recruiting. Um, there's so many variables that play into that that first season when a new new staff comes in. Um, I see they're open up with with Minnesota. If <clears throat> I'm looking at the right schedule here.
1: Yeah, you're right. Yeah,
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. Minnesota. That's always a tough one. It's at Minnesota too. Colorado is going to be good. They got Dion. Yeah, running Rhett- yeah. the show. There. That'll be a good one. But again, just as I mentioned, bringing in that new coach, it's it's tough. Same thing for Colorado, right? So they might be kind of on an even playing field. I know he'll get some pretty good recruits because he's Deion Sanders. So huh? we'll see yeah. <laughs> the, re- the recruiting, yeah, guys, guys will literally will will go there. A 17 year old, 16 year old, whatever it is now. I'm, I'm probably off at the edge. We'll look at that. And say, I love Dion, and that's the only reason why I'm going to Colorado. Yeah, so they're going to get recruits, highly highly rated recruits because of that. It's, it's it's his name. His name weighs heavily. Um, so that's um at Colorado. That's a tough game. Um, versus Northern Illinois. I think the last time we played Northern Illinois, they beat us. That was a couple of years ago. I think I could be wrong, but yeah, I, really, I I feel like I remember that, but yeah, but the home game they beat us at home. Um, if i rem- if i remember correctly, Louisiana Tech, we should win that game. Next game, Michigan. <laughs> Michigan. <laughs> that's, that'll be a tough one. <laughs> um, Illinois, is no, Illinois is good. They're not. They're, they're no joke. They're going to be a good team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Northwestern, well, we lost to them this year, and then they ended up being pretty bad. But they're always well-coached, so that's not an easy game either. Purdue wasn't bad this year, right? They, they had a pretty good season. Uh, mm-hmm. Michigan State, yeah, we'll see. I, I, I'll mark that as a win. Maryland, Mark Dennis a win. Wisconsin's going to be a tough game. They have again; they're going through a whole coaching change as well. But they're always tough. Iowa, yeah. we know that's an, always a tough game. So that's a har- that's a harsh schedule.
0: Yeah, yeah, and without an Ohio State or anyone else in there too, like you get Michigan and Michigan State. I feel like the two best from the from the Big Ten East. It's like, uh, it, it, besides oh, Penn
2: State, so but um, I want but to still. Be, I want to be. I want to be wrong in this prediction. I want to be wrong, but I think. With a lot of optimism. I'm going to say six and six. Yeah. Is that- okay. I could see it. I could see it.
0: I feel like grandpa and I went through the schedule before the beginning of last year, after we knew everything and we both, I wrote this down and uh, brought it up a few times through the season, but we were both um, on the low side. It was at least a seven win season. And we've grandpa and I've said that to each other for the last three years. And it always, there's always been something that has gone wrong that Nebraska, that we just haven't seen that, the, yeah. that on paper, we should be a good team. But when we actually get out on the field, it's like okay, you lose to Georgia Southern. What, how we never would have predicted that. No one ever would have picked that. Georgia Southern was not that good. The end of the year, like seven and six, six and six, or something like that. But still, like there's there's all these right. unknowns that is going right. to make. So it I'm more being difficult. I'm being
2: I'm being I think a little generous. So I'm saying there's five games that I think we should win, and then I'm going to say there's one more that that maybe we shouldn't, but we but we sneak away with a win. So I'm saying probably max six wins. Max, yeah, yeah, I can um, I can and, get on board with that.
1: And, prove me wrong
2: could me wrong I want to be wrong <laughs> yeah me
0: too I would love you if you were wrong about that yeah
1: well well last year Nebraska we lost to one and 11 Northwestern there in your backyard and we lost to Georgia Georgia Southern both those anybody I think even the most conservative uh predictor would have said yeah those are two wins right. for Nebraska and both those teams finished with losing records. You win those two games. You went to a bowl game last year. I mean, right. not that that's like dancing in the streets, but I don't. This is just me talking. I don't think we're that far away from. I think it, the program needs to be fine tuned. Would Would that be a fair assumption? Yeah, yeah, I agree. And we, we Nebraska has not been to a bowl game
2: since my senior season at Nebraska. Wow. Well, I'm old now. I'm old now. That's a long time. <laughs> <laughs> that's 2016.
1: That's seven years ago. What was that game like? You played uh, Tennessee at uh, at Nashville, the home game. Well, oh, of- it was a bummer for me because I didn't play it because I was on crutches. Oh, oh
2: right, yeah. yeah. So I had I had a knee injury and I had to get, I had to have surgery like immediately to have it fixed. Um, so I missed that game and it was. Uh, that's part of kind of a little bit about my story is that. Injuries just kind of – basically injuries are what, what ended up um, ending my career. So I had – I had at Nebraska, my, my junior season, the spring game, I had to get a sports hernia surgery, so they sent me to Germany for that. <clears throat> uh, we're playing the season. I take a knee to my back against Illinois, and I broke some bones in my back. Jeez. Come back, uh, finish the season, getting ready for Tennessee. I'm going to practice. I feel something moving around in my knee get an MRI and X-ray and they tell me I need to have knee surgery and I have to have it now or else I'm going to need knee replacements and all sorts of bad stuff could happen um, with my knee. So I missed that. I missed the combine. I still was invited and attended the East West Shrine game. That was cool experience, but I was on crutches. Um, I was on crutches for about four or five months. I got off crutches early April, mid March and then Nebraska held like a, like a little personalized pro day for me early April. And I was, so I was off crutches for like three weeks. Wow. So I had no leg strength. I, 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 or I had compensations all problems all over the place. My, 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 leg was good. My left leg that I rehabbed was good, but I had compensation issues. I couldn't do any running, but I just got there and showed them that I can move. Basically. That's all it was. All the timing stuff didn't matter. I could, I had no strength. I hadn't been running. It was whatever. Um, so thankfully, I you know I had a pretty good career at Nebraska. So the Dolphins still took a shot with me, and they 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 draft or signed me. I'm sorry, signed me from free agency, and I went there and I was kicking butt. I was doing real well, and uh, I ended up pulling my hamstring on my opposite leg that I had knee surgery. So excuse me, that was it was a bad one. It was like a grade two. So it was like a nine month recovery. Wow. I came back home here. And this is what kind of leads me into to my story now. I came back home here. And I said, Jordan, you gotta pause the breaks. So you gotta get your body right. This isn't just for football anymore. This is life after football. I mean, I, I couldn't, I couldn't bend over and put a sock on without my back screaming, um, knees hurting. Like, it was bad. It was it was pretty darn bad. So I uh I just I had to I had to find find somebody that could help me out. So I literally just looked, I mean, I'm from Glen Allen, Illinois, and I just looked sports chiropractor, sports chiropractor near me. And I'd been to plenty of Kairos. And in and out in five minutes, back crack, you're good to go, see you next week. I'm like, well, what's wrong with me? I had no help. So I, I literally took it to sports chiropractic. I'm like, that might change it up because I know sports doctors think a little bit different than your general practitioners. Um, Found this guy in Wheaton. His facility is called Major Chiropractic. Dr. Stephen Major, I came in, met him. He did a full head-to-toe assessment of me and told me what I already knew, basically. My body was a freaking mess. And he helped me get my body back to to functioning on a, di- on a daily basis with no pain. Now within this facility here, he had stuff that I can train with. So I would as I was popping in and out of other pro leagues, when I finally got up, you know, back to normal, hamstring healed up, body felt good. Um I did like the Alliance of American Football, that league ended up folding. That was few that was back in like 2018. Mm-hmm. Um and then right before COVID, I was doing the XFL. <clears throat> and then COVID hits and all the leagues get suspended. <laughs> so so COVID happens and they get shut down and then Dr. Major asked me, said, Hey, listen, I know, you know, you're, you're waiting for these leagues to open back up. Do you want to hop on staff and, uh, work with athletes and help with our rehab programs and assist with treatments? And I said, absolutely. I love that. stuff. I want to be around these guys, plus I still got to train in the facility. So I did that. And the, uh, the, the training athletes and just absolutely exploded. It exploded to the point where we were able to expand next door. So, um, and that leads me to where I am now to we're about to open up a full new performance center. That's, that's headed by myself. And, uh, um, that that's a long story short for you, but that's kind of where, where I've got to where I am. So I just want to say everything happens for a reason, right? So I wouldn't, if I, I would have stayed healthy, yeah, I'd probably still be playing in the NFL. If I didn't have all those injuries. I'd probably still be playing in the NFL skill was never really a problem, but I had those injuries and led me down this path. I'm about to do something that I've dreamed of you know, ever since I was a little kid of having my own sports performance facilities. So, Everything happens for, for a reason and, and always have faith and trust. Um, but, yeah. Oh, then here's a little funny story. I hurt my shoulder um, in college, too. I don't know if you guys remember this game. We were playing McNeese State, and Amir had a really good run where he broke a bunch of tackles. Yeah. And I threw a, I threw a block there at the end, um, <clears throat> which kind of separated the defender from him. Amir scored. So it was a good block. I landed on my shoulder, and I sublexed it, which just means I did, it, did, it kind of popped in and out. Yeah. And a lot of pain, but it was still part of that, that era in college where they would just give you kind of everything and anything or they, they might shoot you up there and you know, you don't feel the pain anymore. Um, this is before they really laid the hammer down on, on stuff like you couldn't do that anymore. But it ended up just scar tissue. up pretty darn good. I forgot about it, whatever. Fast forward to about three months ago, I started getting really bad pain up there. So I finally went and got myself an MRI. Six and a half years later, seven years later. <laughs> and I find out that I've got a torn labrum. Oh my gosh! Two two rotator cuff muscles torn, <laughs> and then tendonitis throughout the entire rotator cuff. Oh my so goodness! Add that to the list. I'm a walking, <laughs> I'm a walking mash unit, but uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's what I it's what I signed up for, and I wouldn't change it for anything. But I was just like, you got to be kidding me! On <laughs> top of all the other crap. <laughs>
0: that is insane that's crazy did the uh xfl ever call you back when they came under new ownership because they begin tomorrow
2: um but yeah so i got all like the, the preliminary emails and stuff but i just opted out i said no i'm good thank you i'm good i'm good
1: yeah yep yeah. um uh, the, go ahead, the, two, the, the two iconic plays we talked about this a year ago when you were on the behind the back uh, catch uh and uh, that was Florida Atlantic in 2014. And then, of course, the Hail Mary catch which you got from Ron Kellogg uh, in 2013. Who, where are those footballs? Uh, my parents have those. They're locked really? away, sealed. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you um, have, do you have them, like, labeled? And then I mean, is there is a – did you get it? Right now, until until I, you know, have my own, like, little, like, Nebraska
2: shrine room or whatever you want to call yeah. it. Um, <laughs> They're they're unmarked still. They're unmarked.
1: Okay. Wow. That's wow. pretty cool. I'm glad you. So you they just handed that to you, or when you got done with that play, you, you went. You were talking to Coach Pelini on the sideline, and he was saying, "Wow, what a behind the back." Yeah. Time. So so the the
2: hail mary one I kept never gave back the the behind the back one at the end of the game. I just asked uh, Tommy, "I was, can I have that ball?" <laughs> just <took> home. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs>
1: That, that was amazing, and then, then then the Will and I were watching the, your highlights a couple of days ago, and uh, uh, they they thought on television that they wanted to replay that, not to check any yardage or the, whether you caught it. They just wanted to see the play again. I, yeah. I, I yeah. That was incredible. Just yeah. thank
0: <laughs> you. <laughs> I don't blame them. <laughs> um, thank you. Yeah. Uh, were there any moments? I mean, we're, those are like probably your most iconic moments as a Husker player, are there anything that you'd like to redo it like in game uh, during practice, off the field, something like that? Um, Anything you'd like to redo from your time at Nebraska that you wish you had a second chance at?
2: Man, All of it. (laughs) (laughs) It was one of the best times of my life. Right. I mean, it was absolutely amazing. Um, Lincoln's the best. Uh, The Nebraska fans are the best stadiums. Incredible. Um, Our teams were all, I mean, I was lucky. I went to a bowl game every single year. Um, right. We had really good teams, highly ranked teams. Um, met some of my best friends for life there. I mean, I, if I could do it all over again, I'd do it in a heartbeat. Do it in a heartbeat. I wouldn't change anything. I loved how it went. I loved my career there. I had a great career. Very lucky. I, I mean, I guess I would say less injuries. But, again, it led me to where I am now, and I'm, and I'm happy with where, where I am now. So Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
1: But, uh, Will is going to be a senior next year in, in high school in uh, in Fort Collins. So nice. uh, he has looked at Nebraska. He's gone there on a, a recruiting. But you went there to well, <laughs> not
0: recruiting. I'm not very good at no, sports. Not, not
1: in sports, but but you know, what, I just
0: did like a campus tour. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. campus tour. What would you do? Uh, what would you say to Will to see? I'm in Omaha, which is not very far from Lincoln, Nebraska. He's in Fort right. Collins. I don't get to see him very often. So I have you know, I, I have some ulterior motive to wanting him to come a little closer, but
2: you,
1: <laughs> you feel about coming to Nebraska and what that meant to you.
2: Oh man. It's am- I mean, it's amazing. And, and, and if you're looking outside the whole sports factor, which they have the best facilities in the country and they're building a brand, that brand new. Yeah, man. I wish I was a player now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> we can, and I, I would love the NIL. I love all the new, new facilities, love all that stuff. It'd be great. But, um, no, I mean, outside of that, Well, I mean, the sports are the sports. You know all about the sports. But outside of that, man, the campus is awesome. Lincoln's great. It's, people think it's just cornfields. It's not. It's a big city. It's the capital. Um, you get a little suburb feeling. You get a small town feeling. You get the city feeling. So it's a kind of the best of all worlds, right? Um, their academics are, are great. Um, mm-hmm. It's a great school. It's a great school. I loved it there. I loved it there. i I'd move there um, if that if that opportunity ever it to myself, if I, if I start kicking butt here and I want to open up a new facility, the same thing down out in Lincoln. I might move there. We'll see. You know, all
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: but uh, yeah, no, I, I I love it, man. You just I mean, you, you did do your due diligence, go visit it, and, and check all yeah. those boxes. But at yeah. the end of the day, do what's best for you, right? Don't don't let don't let anybody, including Grandpa,
1: tell you where to go. how <laughs> <laughs> you he got closer yeah. to the screen when he, went. <laughs> he whispered it.
0: Yeah. 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 Well, it's definitely on my list. It's definitely on my list. Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe time for one final question here. Um, so as you said, you're getting married in the fall, uh, assuming you're, you're going to have kids, uh, how are they going to be brought up in the Nebraska culture? I forget if I asked you this last time, but like, how are, what are they going to know about Nebraska sports and what, and what their dad did for, for the program?
2: So here's a funny thing. So like when I was growing up, I knew nothing about Nebraska. Nothing. nothing. Notre Dame was the team. Notre Dame was a college team. I knew nothing, little to nothing. I mean, I was born in 94, 1984. So they were, they were winning their, uh, they were getting, um, um, their championships and stuff during that. But I, again, I was, my dad knew all about it, but he, he wasn't a huge uh, Nebraska guy. He went to, to university of Illinois and played football there. So he was a U of I guy, but, um, um, They'll know about it. They'll know, they'll know about my career there. I definitely want them to be involved in sports and all that good stuff. But kind of like what I was just telling you now, um, if they want to visit Nebraska, hell yeah, let's go. If they want to go somewhere else, it's not a problem. I want, I want what's best for them. Um, obviously, selfish means like, we're going, go Big Red, go Big Red. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be getting them all sorts of Nebraska clothes as they're growing up. And- yes, oh, yeah. Oh, oh,
1: yes. we'll,
2: <laughs> we'll be watching all the games. But at the end of the day, again, I, it's their choice. It's going to be their choice. I can't force them to do anything that you know, they don't want to do. Um, to an extent but um yeah at the end of the day you know we get to that point and I have an uh, you know a son who's a baller and, and is lucky enough to, to take his talents to the next level on the college level Nebraska's looking at him I mean obviously I'm like we're definitely we're definitely gonna visit but <laughs> but, uh, but at the end of the day it' it'll be it'll be their decision and, and however they want to you know wherever they want to do what they want to do it, it'll be up to them at that point we have yeah. uh,
1: another. Uh, we have time uh, for a couple more questions, I believe. We're, yeah, yeah, we should be okay. Maybe one more. Yeah. Dylan Riola is a, I think he's the number one ranked uh, 24 prospect in the country, not just at position, but the number one uh, ranked recruit. Uh, he's a quarterback, as you know. Um, he's his uncle is Donovan, who is the O line coach.
2: Okay. Yeah. Okay, they're, 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 yeah
1: they're, and and he has listed uh, Nebraska along with Georgia and I think Southern Cal. I don't know if there's anybody else in there. And if, Alabama uh, as well. Oh, Alabama's in there as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that Nebraska, given the six losing seasons uh, in a row, uh, what what do you think? And I, I know nobody knows for sure, but what are the chances Nebraska has of landing Dylan to come to play quarterback for Nebraska?
2: Well, I would say pretty big because he's got the family connection and that's rare, right? That's that's not a common thing. I would say pretty I would say pretty big, but again, you know, I barely know these coaches and outside of that I don't I don't keep up that much with the recruiting. I know what you're talking about I know I know he's a quarterback and all that stuff. Um but I, I would still say just that personal connection, that's big. That's really, really big. That's that's really big. Um and if I were him, then I saw that Nebraska's been, you know, kind of the way it's been. I, I look at it as a challenge. I can go here. I can I can be the face of this thing, and I can turn this program around. Almost look at it as like a challenge. So I've never met um, Dylan. I have no idea what, you know, what he's about, but if he sees this man. Let's go. It's a challenge. <laughs> Get after and, it. And, and wouldn't be, it be, be the difference. If, be the difference
1: maker. If you were a wide receiver and, and a great one, wouldn't you? Wouldn't players want to come to a? a, a you know, program that has a Dylan Raiola in it. I mean it Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. That's
2: like you want it, it's almost like the dominoes kind of fall. You get that that highly rated uh quarterback in there, then guys see that guys under see, holy crap, he's going there. Well, I want to go there. I want him receiver, I want him to throw me the ball, <laughs> right? It's just yeah. So, um it's almost like dominoes just kind of falling. You know, that's that's how you kind of look at it and hopefully how it works. He he says, Okay, I'm going here, and all of a sudden this four-star now this four-star Now this four-star oh, okay we're building something now so but we'll see you never know yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah definitely all right well we'll let you go here jordan um
0: running out of time but uh thank you so much again for for coming on this is an absolute blast and a pleasure uh as as always and uh Thanks for being our first, second guest. Uh, maybe we can be thir- first, third guest next year. <laughs>
2: Let's do it. Let's do it. No, guys, hey, it's great to great you guys. Husker Van. I appreciate it. Always Got it. always in everything. Um, have a great rest of your weekend. And then let me know uh, where I can, or just text me or tweet me links forever, and I'll post this all over the place, and uh, we'll, we'll go from there. Right. <laughs> shall do. Go shall Big do. Red. Go
0: Big Red. Oh, yes. <laughs>